Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to our new episode of Psychosocial. Today I have a very special guest, uh, dear Selda Koydemir. Welcome, Selda. Hi, well, thank you very much. I'm, I'm so happy to have you here with, with me to talk about the psychological strengths and how we can put them into work so that we can work better, we can work efficiently, we can work happily. Uh, aside from everything, working happily is, <laughs> although it's seen as a luxury, I think with COVID, it's it started being considered as an essential thing in, in our work lives as well. But before diving deep to those concepts, uh, I want to introduce you more in detail to our audiences. By doing this, I always enjoy asking my guest to introduce herself or himself in a way that you enjoy you want to introduce yourself because okay. we have multi-dimensions and which style dies here now <laughs> okay uh, thank you so much so i'm really pleased to be your guest by the way you're doing amazing things inspiring young researchers and psychologists so oh thank you thank you for inviting me uh okay so i do a few things but i think the common ground or the summary is that I love inspiring people, especially around how to improve their quality of lives. Mm -hmm. So I'm using um, the best practices based on scientific research and then uh, making well-being and mental health more accessible for individuals, communities and organizations and everything I do really. So my purpose uh, is helping others and using a variety of activities that I enjoy. So this could be lecturing, teaching or research or coaching, counseling, psychotherapy, writing. So I think, uh, yeah, the common ground would be just to help people and organizations increase the quality of life and flourish, I guess. Yeah, it sounds amazing. This is your calling. So you use everything to do that. Like you write, you speak, you teach, <laughs> you give mentorship, you do like research, user research for new services. And like, I don't know how many like strengths you have. <laughs> well, well, yeah, we, I think we, we all do have a lot of strengths, maybe uh -huh. all the strengths that have been listed in the literature. But yeah, I have a few top strengths that I combine them, you know, two or more in different areas of my life. But uh, yeah, so uh, today we're going to talk about strengths, but I think my strengths um, are love of learning, of course. Of course. <laughs> what a surprise. Uh, curiosity and self-regulation, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, because I like discipline and, you know, just, just to um, have a plan. And it also is related with prudence, another strength, mm -hmm. perseverance, and I guess, what else? Uh, kindness, be because it, it includes helping people. So, yeah, yeah I think so. Mm -hmm. Wow, great. So, and it, it shows that like every, every work, every job, every role is actually hard, right? But to be able to 
fully, effectively, and happily accomplish those, we have our own strengths to utilize. Like we have counted many roles, many things that you are doing, being an author, being a psychotherapist, being a researcher, being a consultant. And without having that perseverance, without having that love of learning, that would be impossible. Yes, uh, that's correct. We, we are pre-programmed to focus on our weaknesses, right? Or the uh -huh. negative and what's wrong with us, which is acceptable because, you know, it's the survival instinct. So we want to uh, protect ourselves and uh, our education also is focused on, uh, you know, the, the, the weak spots and fixing people fixing students mm -hmm. uh, so we don't actually uh, we are not aware of our strengths in the first place mm -hmm. uh, that's why we don't use them um, in an efficient or effective way but as you said in every aspect of our lives it's really important to to be aware of especially our top strengths maybe some call it uh, signature strengths uh, and then uh, you know when you apply them in these areas they are correlated with a lot of positive outcomes like relationships better relationships and happiness and life satisfaction meaning in life performance and achievement um, so yeah if, you, if we only focused on our weaknesses and trying to fix them then it will yes we can achieve things which i do as well uh -huh. uh, but on the other side uh, there is something else like the positive qualities so strengths are our positive qualities and when we use them we feel energized we feel like satisfied right it's like a flow of experience and then it with that enthusiasm and energy we are more likely to to do better or solve problems and tackle issues we feel competent yes yes, yes. because when we focus on the problems the problem is there the we, we, we the way of our thinking cannot change the existence of the problems but the way of our thinking can i think change the way we approach to that problem to that weakness to that whatever the 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 bug is but the, the system is so formulated on, as you said, the, the education system, as well as the mental health system. It's about the fixing the problems. It's about, instead of improving well-being, it is mostly focused on treatment of the illnesses. However, we cannot treat those illnesses without focusing on at least what is working. What is my tool? What is my best that I can do so that I can use this for that other part that is not working well. And this, this I think this needs a shift in paradigm, which is hard in, in many ways, in work life, in corporate life. Uh, what, and you do a lot, a lot of consultation, a lot of consulting work, organizational training. What is your first approach to show the necessity of this paradigm shift 
So yeah, uh, that's right. So we we focus on the weaknesses, and yes, we come to zero maybe. But what about the other part? Like uh, absence of problem doesn't mean that we are satisfied with our lives or with our jobs or that we are finding meaning. So to flourish, there must be something else. And that includes focusing on what is going well and capitalizing on these positive qualities. So the first thing is, is just uh, around awareness, really. So helping people um, show these qualities and that they can exist in everyone, right? So understand that kind of an understanding uh, is powerful in itself because nobody asks. So, oh, what what are you excited about? So, what what makes you you know thrive or energized at work? Uh, so, we don't ask these questions. There isn't much um, con conversation around strengths at work. Mm -hmm. So, that kind of awareness is quite important. And then the second thing is helping people um, find out their top strengths. So top strength by top strengths, I mean, so th there are different models of strengths, characters most commonly referred to as character strengths. So um, it is the VIA character strengths model. According to this model, there are 24 strengths. I personally prefer to call them psychological strengths and some call personality strengths, but they're all the same. So let me give some examples about strengths. So for example, yeah, we, I already gave example from my life, but forgiveness, humility, leadership, spirituality, compassion, humor, hope, these are all strengths. And all of us have these strengths in different levels. Yeah. And top means, okay, let's say five or six or four, these strengths, uh, you are more aware of them and you are using them more frequently. And when you are expressing them, you are really energized. So Can you say they are more central instead of like top. Maybe it's kind yeah. of confusing when we say top as if the others are lacking, as if it's like yes. an order. Maybe yeah. is it okay to say? Is does that make more sense when we consider yes. central or more frequently used? Mm. Some some also call them uh, realized strengths oh, yeah. so, and others are unrealized maybe so this for example when you take the via survey there is a ranking right that's why i say top from one to 24 and people get confused as you said because they look at they immediately look at the lower ones say oh okay these are my weaknesses mm -hmm. but strength surveys don't measure weaknesses so there's not nothing that like weak strengths. So these are all strengths, but as you said, there's more central, maybe the, um, the ones that you see on the top and you frequently use them and you have realized them more than the others, right? And they depend on the context and the situation. So sometimes you use some of these strengths in certain situations, for example, 
um, you might use humor with your colleagues more than you use it with your supervisor or your boss. Um, so uh, it really depends, or you might use love with your, you know, close friends um, as compared to, you know, the workplace. Mm -hmm. uh, so it doesn't mean that we lack those strengths that you see uh, on, on, on the bottom, but maybe we haven't realized them much and we don't utilize them much, which is totally fine and okay. I like how you highlighted the contextuality of using those mm -hmm. strengths, like humor. It might be a very good strength to use when we are having some like workplace conflict to ease the situation or mm -hmm. take it easy. But at the same time, it might be not okay to use humor as a strength in the middle of a funeral, maybe. Maybe yes. compassion or love or kindness might is more required when coping in 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 the times of a loss or grief. Yes, maybe. exactly. So exactly. yeah, I, I love how you highlighted that context too. Yes, that's very important. And maybe we need to ask how can I how can this strength be used right now or whether it can be used right now in this situation. Mm -hmm. I think it's important. Sometimes we overuse them, which is another thing, but are related with this context. Mm -hmm. um, so like humor, for example, you may uh, make one joke during a meeting and to ease it, but uh, two, three may be too much in that context. So it can be an overuse, right? And uh, let's say forgiveness in relationships. Forgiveness is good because you know you you can um, you can free yourself. But sometimes, uh, if you're too forgiving, that might lead to some abusive relationships or too much kindness. Maybe people get advantage of you if you use it too much, right? <laughs> so that balance is quite important as well. This remind me a saying. I don't. I don't remember who to, who said that. Maybe you know better than I do. A weakness is an overused strength. They mm -hmm. say. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So when a strength is overused, it's not a strength anymore, really. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't know where I read this, but. Um, even love can be overused. <laughs> like, for, for example, in some families, like some some people don't like to be hugged and touched that much, but parents may be showing love, like by hugging and kissing. But the but the child may not like that too much. Mm -hmm. So if he or she expresses this and the parent can balance it, right? Oh, okay, I'll respect your boundaries and I'll show my love in a different way, maybe. So it's, oh, it's very important to realize this, right? When you are overusing them and when it's becoming a problem for yourself or maybe for others, so. I totally agree. And maybe I can admit something to, to, to like, I mean, as a psychologist, two of us, 
we also have some overuse oh. maybe <laughs> strength <laughs> so being a psychologist doesn't sort of like save us from having real life problems so i can admit that like when i do that character strength survey whenever i do my number one my top are my, or my central one comes love of learning which is obvious which is expected which is which makes me like go further in terms of what i know what i learn what i create but at the same time sometimes my urge to learn more prevents me to finish what i have in my hand like i can find myself starting reading my fifth or sixth or seventh book without finishing <laughs> what i've already started so then i realize this is no more strength this is this is something else this this causes another problem for me this this can be causing another stress for me all those like new projects or maybe just reading a book even starting reading a novel can become like a mess in my life when i uh, continue starting another one another one back to back back to back so i think being able to reflecting at least how I might be using or abusing or misusing my strengths is a way to overcome that. Yes, exactly. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. <laughs> yeah, so you, you realize it, for example, when you're burned out, right, at work. Um, so, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's good to, for example, provide an example when you overuse the strength, uh, and it's it's become it's become kind of a stressful thing for you or for the others. What was the reaction of others, for example? That can also give you some clues. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of a reflection and awareness. And also, it's it might be perceived um, uh, differently by different people. For example, if you're too curious, the people might think that you're nosy, right? Uh -huh. <laughs> you, you want to learn more, but uh, it might not be um, um, perceived as something very positive in certain situations. Uh, think about military, for example. No so I don't think it, will be, <laughs> it will be a strength, but if you're brave, so bravery would be, or self-regulation would be uh, more important in military. And I guess this also leads us to talking more about person job fit, like the strengths someone has, if there is a mismatch between the job requirements of that workplace or the organizational values, if it is not okay to ask questions, if it is not okay to raise new ideas. Maybe it's not an innovative company and that's okay, maybe this is not what the company is for and this is they're okay with that the company the leadership the top management is okay with that but if someone is working there with the, those top uh, high signature strengths of love of learning curiosity creativity then that will be like a torture for that person isn't that yeah, yeah that's that, that's right so uh, of course some organizational cultures are not for some people mm -hmm. um it's it's good to realize it but for some reason if you have to stay there 
you know, there could be many reasons for that, especially at um, during these difficult times, leaving a job or finding another job may be quite difficult. So just just try to trying to balance those strengths and trying to use other strengths like maybe the middle strengths or uh, unrealized strengths to balance the other ones could be could be good but i think it's important for the organization to to create a safety right safe space psychological safety mm -hmm. for employees to to find different opportunities to use their strengths and explore uh, their strengths yeah exactly it might sound very luxury for organizations but we've seen many many examples i've seen many examples around me and when the senior leadership sees that uh, you know, it changes everything because they can see that the, the, the energy changes, the culture changes, and they really like it. So, um, yeah, it, it's, 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 well, there is another thing that employees can do, uh, just tying the strengths to daily tasks, maybe. Hmm. So if they have like things to do, to-do lists, <laughs> I, don't everyone do, has. <laughs> well, I don't do that anymore. I do, I do kind of uh, uh, the, the things that I do like at the end of the day, which gives me like more kind of a, you know, accomplishment. But yeah, of course, everyone has to-do lists and then looking, look, looking at the tasks and trying to find a couple of strengths that you can use you know, while completing the task mm. would also be very useful for people to to express and you know display their strengths at work do you have any like story any example that with the organizations or with the situations that you have worked so far that utilizing those strengths, exploring those strengths, self-reflection about those reflects really became a turning point of the ongoing situation, if it is not confidential, of course, without the... Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> so it, it, it happens with leaders, really. So I work with leaders. And, you know, there is some uh, this traditional idea that leaders should be very you know um strong and they can't show like you know some of the feelings and th these are not acceptable and you need to be tough and because of that uh, some of the they don't use some of the strengths that actually uh, are associated with better leadership for example humility or even love and kindness, for example. So these are these are quite important to be an authentic leader. Okay. And when uh, leaders um, express kindness, for example, uh, they are perceived, you know, they're liked better by their uh, staff and and the team. Oh, and nice. Yeah, it, it, it and when I work with leaders, I, I show that, okay, so you, you, you think that you, these are not your strengths. So they see that, oh, it's the lo lower strengths. But um, I try to tell them, okay, these are not your weaknesses. What about trying to use them in relationships, especially in relationships 
with, with your team, even gratitude, for example, that's, that's also another one. So uh, when I show ways that they can, uh, they can uh, express or use these uh, uh, different or non-traditional <laughs> uh, uh, strengths in their teams, um, the culture starts to change because there is the relationships improve. There is more uh, kind of a, a open conversation because leader is now more open to listen to others. Okay, so because they always think that, oh, okay, I should fix the problems, people should listen to me, and people should follow me. But no, to be a good leader, first you need to listen, right? Uh, to be kind and open, and then everything will be, you know, better. So yeah, these are some of the examples that, that show us the power of strengths, really. Yeah, it's, it's such an important that the top management, the leadership positions have that kind of self-reflection. And it's always so like fulfilling for me, like my professional satisfaction comes partly from how those leaders can realize what else can they change for themselves plus for their organization. Some of the leaders, if they're ignorant of their power, how they can change themselves can change in the entire organization they are mostly focusing on the the fixing like fixing the problem of my employee the employees cause a problem and i'm going to fix that so it's it's amazing how that change starts from top management and goes to the bottom levels and it's the the, the well-being mentality the the positivity uh, really spreads to the, the all cells of the organization. And having said that positivity, we we are never talking about not having any problems at all. So I want I I, I, I always find it very important to highlight when we are talking about strengths, positivity, well-being, wellness, we are not neglecting any of those problems, any of those conflicts or uncomfortable emotions. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's very important. That's the message that I'm always trying to give to people, uh, because there's this there's this uh, notion that oh, we need to think positively all the time, you know, uh, which uh, is not really helpful. So. Uh, it's always about accepting all the emotions, unpleasant or uh, pleasant, our weak spots, blind spots as well, our vulnerabilities, plus the strength. So I see them in the same cup, right? So I'm not, uh, I, I, there's no need to sort them out. Yeah. They can coexist, they're in the same cup. But sometimes we need to, uh, you know, uh, tackle the issues. And sometimes we need to um, try to find our best selves by turning into our positive qualities. So the, ba the balance is really, really important. So, yeah. Yes, Sai Wakeman calls this as a workplace drama. <laughs> and she says that the emotional waste consumes up like two, two and a half hours of our daily uh work time that the, the the things that we struggle the things that we try to cope so 
the problem is always there to be able to fix that yes as you said as you highlighted we need to redirect ourselves by collecting tools bringing up our resources together so that we can address that problem yeah exactly but uh, we don't need to fix our um unpleasant emotions mm -hmm. uh, so that's also something very important yeah problems yes we can but em not not emotions to be fixed you know it's they're all to be processed and you know understood um it's it's all about embracing them and knowing how to effectively regulate them really uh that's also something important exactly and th uh, there is an old saying to tame it you need to name it uh, <laughs> or there are other sayings like uh, to heal it you need to feel it mm -hmm. kind exactly. of <laughs> exactly you can't heal without processing that emotion so exactly. it's really important it's about emotional flexibility seeing it labeling it and then you know mindfully just processing it it's i'm not saying that it's it's easy because we don't want to of course face our uh you know, disappointments and fears and you know shame or embarrassment but the more we push them away you know the more we try to fix or control them with more intensity, they will come back to us. They pop up in another way. <laughs> yes, they do, always. <laughs> but all those things, as we are saying, like simple things, are probably the hardest things to do. So we acknowledge that part. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, yes, they are very important. So my last question will be about that. So we talked about the strengths. We talked about how emotions direct us to work towards our strengths and utilize them and yes if someone has that chance to work on those with a psychologist with a mentor with a coach that that can be easier that can be better but also for for our audiences who listen us and who wants to try them immediately by themselves what would you suggest them to do to to self-reflect their emotions to name their emotions and to figure out their strengths to put them to put those strengths into work what would be if there are any simple maybe little exercises that they can start doing now instead of one day i will do that Day yeah. one, day one, I am doing this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's change happens uh, at this moment, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, for strengths. So uh, there, there are formal and informal ways of learning about your strengths. As I said, uh, one of the surveys that you can take is the VIA character strength survey. Mm -hmm. And it gives you your 24 character strengths. But there are other ways, uh, for example, if you think about the times when you felt really energized, when you were really happy, when you lost track of time, you were doing something, when you were in a flow experience, think about it. What were you doing and what, what qualities 
were you using? So you were using some of your strengths. For example, and when I'm teaching or when I'm running a workshop, I'm really in a flow of experience. And I know that I'm using a couple of strengths like curiosity, love of learning, humor, and gratitude maybe at that moment, appreciation of beauty. So um, just, just think about those times and try to see what kind of uh, strengths you might have. You can also ask uh, people who know you really well, just five to 10 people, you can send emails and ask. So tell me about a time when I was in my showing my best self okay maybe a story uh, and you you can't imagine what kind of stories you get and ask why do you think I was showing my best self so looking at those things you get some patterns and those patterns will give you ideas about your strengths and uh, these are some of the informal ways uh, and uh, to after that you know identifying your strengths there are many ways to apply them in your life um for example oh, to to understand the importance of strength there's one one uh, exercise i think it was ryan mimic's exercise mm. so um, picture your um uh, uh top strengths or realized strengths and how it served you so far in different aspects of your life. And imagine that the strength is not allowed to be used for a few weeks or so. So you can't use your curiosity or love of learning for two weeks, okay? So that means you're not gonna Google anything or read a book or you can't <laughs> ask any questions. What would it be like, you know, for you? So many people will think, oh, that would be, I would feel miserable. <laughs> so yeah, the, the, those, that kind of an exercise will show you how important those strengths are for you in your life. And especially uh, at the workplace, um, one thing that really works is, is spotting strengths in your colleagues. So watch them when they're doing presentations or when you're working together in a, in a project or, you know, in a meeting, in a conversation, what kind of strengths do you think they're using or bringing to the table, right? Mm -hmm. So give them some feedback rather than saying, oh, it was great. Maybe you can say, oh, you ask really great questions. I like your curiosity, for example. Uh, so yeah, asking for feedback, giving feedback. Uh, these are some of the things that you can apply just, just in your daily life. Wow. I have many, but we don't have time. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. And I, we, we, uh, we are already in the process of like providing workshops about how to work psychological strengths in work. So maybe that, that can provide an experiential uh yeah. opportunity for those who want to join and work upon those but even listening those things even uh joining to our conversation with you now uh, through our podcast i'm sure that will open up many questions which is perfect mm -hmm. you don't need to find all the answers now but at least having those questions will be 
day one instead of saying one day I'll work on that one day I'll fix that one day blah blah so this is day one that you started questioning which is good which is perfect and I'm really grateful that you you came here today you became my guest and uh, from London to New York we made a like bridge together a virtual bridge which COVID have taught us the better ways to doing that (laughs) That exactly (laughs) exactly yeah yeah there there, these are difficult times but (laughs) we we try to make the best of it but I'm I'm really grateful that yeah um yeah I'm I've been your um guest today it was really a fun conversation for me yeah it's so it's always uh, amazing to talk with you to chat with you and now opening our conversation to others give another meaning for me Uh, I enjoyed that I love that and before closing I want to ask is there anything that I didn't ask you if you were me is there anything you think I should have asked you (laughs) (laughs) big one um I, I I don't think so not at the moment yeah I think we we covered a lot and as you said, yeah, this will this will open up some kind of awareness, hopefully, and the mm-hmm. audience. And if they have uh, questions, they can always reach me or you. I'm sure. So we're always open to new conversations. So yeah, yeah. Don't forget to follow Salda Koydemir from London. If you have any questions now, you have that credit to shoot an email or send a message to her. I guess your LinkedIn is available. Your LinkedIn. Yeah, LinkedIn, Twitter, I'm quite active. So yeah, it would be good to connect with people. Perfect, perfect. Thank you very much, Salda, for being here. And thanks for your wisdom. Thanks for your generosity to share your uh, knowledge, share your information with everyone here. Well, and thank you so much. Yeah. I hope uh, you will have some sunny days. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Uh, so it's, so it's uh, nearly um, yeah. I think uh, November. It's 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 going to be difficult, but yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe sometimes one day, someday, uh, even in the winter time in London, maybe you have some like periods of time. Yes, we do. We do. Uh, yeah, exactly. We do. So I'm always hopeful. <laughs> Okay, thank you very much and see you later. And thanks for our listeners. Uh, today we talked about our psychological strengths with Dr. Selda. Uh, and don't forget to like us, don't forget to subscribe to be to be hearing us whenever our new episodes are on. And thanks for being with us today. <laughs>